Greetings and Merry Christmas season, Flesh Wound Horror Freaks. I'm Flesh Wound Dan, joined by the Holly Jelly producer, Todd. Um, I would also like to add Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Kwanzaa to Pug. There you go. <laughs> ah, and Pug's Dread. Now fuck the holidays. Is it Happy Kwanzaa or Merry Kwanzaa? I don't even know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> happy. Okay. Well, we uh, hood approved. Thank you. Now we know. Hooded approved. I. I. Damn. I think it's happy. Somebody uh, can correct me in the comments, but I think it's happy. Well, Kwanzaa. we went to our urban expert, so thank you, Dan. Uh, he lives in Chocolate City. Come on, <laughs> Wonka. He's excited. <laughs> you think anybody's gonna go and see Wonka? Yes. I, smell a bomb. I think a lot see, of people. No, I don't I, see a bomb even close on that one. I almost dropped it, dropped it right now, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that Graham, was going to do good. <laughs> yeah, Wonka's going to do, do fine, dude. I think it's going to do better than Aquaman. That I don't you know, know for sure. I'm looking. If I go look at my tickets to Aquaman, because I already have a book, there's still just three of us in IMAX. So. How many people book it out that far in advance now? Normally by now, the thing would be packed. Mm. It worked, it's been on sale for like hmm. two, two to three weeks. There's three oh, tickets in Dan's there. Dan's going to do his own research right now. <laughs> Dude, you know why it is? Because there's kids. not enough goddamn Amber Heard in the trailer. <laughs> I still haven't I, seen I, the trailer. Do you? The time I saw the trailer, I was the only one who audibly popped when she showed up. I was like, yes. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> do, do you guys think that anybody any children give a shit about Willy Wonka though now? I don't know. I'm not the person to ask. It just I don't Willy the the original film's a classic that the kids still watch so because it's it's one the parents it's it doesn't go out of style. I was shown like it in fourth grade. I'm sure it still gets shown in schools because it's a book like a book everyone fucking reads at a certain point in their fucking life. Yeah. So yeah, I do think there's what's up, Swaggy. I do think there's a audience out there for it, and also the Timothy. What's what's the what's the dude's name? I don't he know. Chalamet. Chalamet is wearing it, the goddamn premiere. I was like, he's uh, <sighs> he's bringing back David Bowie. Let's not shame him, but like he's got a big. I'm pretty sure he's his pronouns are. Never mind. Let me not do that. But he's got a big following, like a big following. And Dan, you're like Dune. He's when did the last Willy Wonka yeah, like Dune? Out? 2003, four, not, not long enough. Nope. You didn't like you don't like the that one. No, I didn't like Michael Jackson and the Chocolate Factory. You fucking guy. <laughs> I like that movie. I missed the songs. I, 2005. I yeah, I didn't like. Uh, yeah, I didn't like it at all. And I, I'm one. I can watch a remake or whatever. But I also don't really like Johnny Depp now. I mean, but he, this he, is. I mean. I think he started well, just to become Jack, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yes, this he's already that. But this is before he like slandered a woman, so it's different, allegedly. So I I, I, just I don't like know. For different reasons then. I don't yeah, I don't know. Uh I guess the last one did all right. I, the last one I just remember being it didn't shit the bed. <laughs> I remember the last one being really oh, if, now I hope it kind of flops just so we can start saying that shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Iron Claw though Punisher's got the idea that this Wednesday that comes yeah. out next Wednesday early screening, which is why we're doing Tuesday. Oh, I gotta get my ticket then. Yeah, well it's only theater around us is like orange. 
Really? I'm not fucking look. The, look if there's anything like closer to you, but like that comes up for me when I'm scrolling and it gets to like mm-hmm. I don't see any in at like Universal City Walk yet either. Yeah, maybe I'll wait for the wide release then. I think it's yeah, that's I gotta go before because I'll be gone and my kid and stuff. So you know what actually I'm looking forward to even more so than uh no, I can't say even more so than Aquaman. Oh, okay. the same day. Uh what's the fucking Sydney Sweeney movie called? <laughs> that looks awesome. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I asked about it. Uh, ben just said he checked my theater's Aquaman. IMAX has like four seats sold, but Dolby is like okay. half full. Dolby I seems am. to sell well, even though they ruin movies and people are unaware of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sydney. Three. See, here's, here's where I go. I don't get Aquaman. If you're going to have a choice between Dolby and IMAX for Aquaman, you go IMAX because it has IMAX scenes. And it's not shot two, three, five. So you're literally lo- losing a third of the movie watching it in Dolby versus watching it in IMAX or even watching it on a regular screen. But they just get excited about the name, Todd. A lot of people don't fucking focus on what the actual presentation is. Dan. It's unfortunate. <laughs> now, with Sydney Sweeney and IMAX, Sydney Sweeney and Chad Radwell, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> I- I, I saw it. I was like, Pugs is going to be excited. <laughs> I, I have a double feature booked. But we'll see if I have enough. Oh, what, 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 uh, Aquaman, what they, same day. Oh, they are. Oh, well, then I think I'll try to do the same. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I can make it. <laughs> yeah, the Sydney Sweeney one, Pugs. You're going to have to just let me know if she gets naked and maybe I'll. She's not dead. You don't know that. I hope. <laughs> I always like, yeah, but I, you got weird about seeing the same pair of boobs. Like, I don't, I don't trust you anymore. Yeah, Dan. Dan lost his nudity rep. It's it's gotten weird. There's too many rules to it now. It's it's like a whole thing. What do you mean rules? I only God. saw like part of the half of the boob for like three point two seconds. Yeah, and that so doesn't it doesn't count. count. Yeah, shut Side up. See, there we go. Count. Side, Side boob. boob. Awesome. Yeah, she I'll does. explain the fucking rules, Todd. Side boob does not count. Side ass does not count. Uh, Thank you. Oh, he, either way, uh, you're muted too, Todd. But like, side boob counts. Ass counts. <laughs> Dan's a hard R. Okay, yeah, so he can't say I was just silencing him. I silenced myself <laughs> in protest. I know. I know. But foggy shower nudity, can we agree that doesn't count? Like, if no, you're not. Well, okay, it out. I will tell you this it depends how foggy it is. Because I still had a blur nipple in our last house video because I could see it through it. So I'd count it as nudity. So is pixelated pornography not pornography to you, Dan? You're going to fucking eliminate a whole goddamn country? Yeah. It Well, because you can still have penetration. You can still see penetration. But it's pixelated. But you can't. You can't. can't see, your foggy thing is, is, is what I'm getting at here. Like I, I will say you could make an argument that it is not. Although You could make an argument it's not pornography. Okay, Dan, next family gathering, take some of your pixelated <laughs> porn, bring all the nieces and nephews and Hey, guys, this is not porn. Let's watch <laughs> Yeah, you can Does it make work, it educational. Dan? Does it work? Taking a poll. No. <laughs> I didn't say it was. I'm not going to show. Uh, we got movies tonight. I wouldn't show the family. But if there's <laughs> if they're covering all the naughty bits, there's nothing exposed that yeah. they can't see. Salo's not a, is not. Uh, uh, we got to stop using the p word. Corn. It is not corn. Yeah, I'm not going to sit monetized. the family down. And we literally have a movie Salo. called Triple Xmas tonight. God damn it! Calm down. That's true. And we used the proper name. We didn't shorten it to porn, although I just did. Yeah, yeah. multiple times. But no, I don't. I get what you're go where you're going with that, but actual sex is still occurring. 
Well, that's what he said. Pornography. He didn't say anything about nudity. Very yeah. specific. But if you watch Japanese uh, film like that, you still see things. They're blurring the pubes, but you still see things. You don't see insertion. They they show it, but it's pixelated, so you can't make it out. You can make. I mean, out you, you have an idea because you're a pervert. Your, your like, brain is putting the pieces. Right, back you're gonna get out. a lot of links tonight for me to prove my point. So hub links incoming, and I right. will not be looking at any of them. So that's fine. That's because you know I'm right. Because I don't want to look at whatever weird porn you watch on Pornhub. Well, to that me, it's sorry. I don't want to know stuff. what weird pornography you watch on Pornography Hub. <laughs> Documentary site, please. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but yeah, you guys, other than all this anger and shit that you got going on about pixelated uh, badge, uh, how, how is your Christmas going? Have you done anything Christmassy yet? Uh, I watched some Christmas movies. <laughs> okay. I made my Christmas trip plans. So Ooh. I'll be out of town. All right. All right. So. We'll be back for New Year's or no? Yes. Okay. I am Sweet. not going to think Christmassy. I don't like that shit. But I do plan on watching Christmas Cruelty soon. I, I think I'm going to have to put my Santa hat on Leatherface. So we'll see how the kid re- reacts to him. <laughs> Santa Dan will be appearing on the show shortly. Maybe next week. I don't know. We might be close enough next I don't week. know. He's probably been on every other show you've done already. So we don't care. Santa Dan oh, has oh. been on nothing yet Todd. Okay. nothing santa dan debut santa dan debut this next i already Tuesday. want to mute you again <laughs> i am looking forward to watching jingle all the way again i do love that i watch it every year so that's fun. Oh, okay do you watch the okay. sequel too i actually haven't i have gotta it i bought it. it and i never fucking pulled the trigger larry the cable that, guy right gotta get her done yeah you do don't. i know <laughs> ben watch friday after next today that's a, that's a fun one binky right on was that Christmas? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shit. Okay. I didn't Next even remember. Friday's Mexican. No, it was Kwanzaa, Dan. You fuck. <laughs> <sighs> yes, it is Christmas. Also, it, the uh, apparently New Line likes their third, you know, movies like that Christmas because they also did Harold and Kumar. The third one was Christmas too. Is that Christmas? I don't remember that. Yeah, that's the three. <sighs> yeah. Movies. So it's going to be Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and they say black don't crack. Lying motherfuckers. I still can't believe Keenan was banging Sydney Sweeney. That's I like. Have a chance, man. <laughs> that, is that what aged hell like 40 years since the last movie? <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm sure I those know. two have to be thinking. I mean, there's got to be a little jealousy. I mean, Kel's got to be like motherfucker. <laughs> I would be like, where's the photos? Ben, Give me a taste. I believe it's called uh, a very 3D Harold and Kumar Christmas. Yes, if my memory serves. He said Harold and Kumar does Christmas. I think, yeah. Beeps and butt hits now. Didn't mean to do it, yeah. it actually, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens uh, when you like Last House on the Left remake over the original. Needs more bumbling cops in that remake. Where's the last house Christmas special? Uh, I was fighting uh, for, for AI, Joe Spinell, and uh, David Christmas? Hess last night. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Put AI to good use. Let's get that going. <laughs> Can we get a Christmas tree in Maniac somewhere? Is that technically a Christmas movie? Is there? I, 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 I got to rewatch it now. I think so. I think when he's walking through New York, there might be some Christmas imagery. I, I, I have I've seen that movie enough. I should. 
be able to I know I, it's forever. it's because you know what happens when you watch it you, it's just like you go into a magic state of euphoria and just enjoy the film and take it all in yeah yeah what we'll to check we still have to check if there was some uh tree in one of the films we're watching tonight because tonight's all Christmas horror except one that we're closing but we kind of think we saw a Christmas tree in the dream scenario <laughs> yeah yeah, anybody else that's seen it and can confirm that by the end of the show will appreciate it because then it'll be a complete Christmas. Not necessarily horror, but we'll get into that. Uh, all right. So are you gentlemen ready for our first review of the evening, which I know we've been anticipating for a while now, uh, and that is Triple Xmas from writer-director James Dean. Uh, so before I get into the synopsis, Todd was... Todd made like just a comment in our private chat. It's like I just talked to to uh, James Dean, and I'm I'm thinking like, well, it's not that James Dean because he's dead, so it must be okay. Adult no. film legend. James I was gonna say Dean. that's the first one you thought. You're just adding in that, that extra. First James one I said. Yeah. 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 The spelling well, is different though. He could have a Ouija board. Maybe Todd talks to James Dean. I, I don't know. Tells old stories. But uh right, we have no uh, too. You really think that's the first dead celebrity I'm gonna reach out to you? We just yeah, why not? Don't make me bleep myself again. Probably you don't necessarily get to pick who you contact though. If if you are what up or talk to me. <laughs> talk to me, yeah. I oh my god, you just for now. <laughs> just for now, David S. Come on. Oh, it's got to be Betty. Pa- no, not Betty Page. What am I thinking about? Black Dahlia. What do you think you would do for that? Like, just figure out, like, no. hey, what happened? I'm going to be easy. What are you talking about? You should know that shit by now. I think it'd be true crime I would go. If we're counting that as celebrities. I feel I might go that route. Figure easy, some shit crime. out. I don't know. <laughs> you really killed him. <laughs> there you go. You might not get a satisfying answer, though. That's that's the thing. Like some people say, like, oh, I would talk to this person, that person, and it's like, well, it might be just a very basic answer that's already out there. Before so. we get too after darky in this uh, post show, we should probably move D-word. along. We should probably keep going. <laughs> right. I want to say we do have a post show tonight, so I do have some so. comments about Puff Daddy tonight too. So they'll definitely post show. Oh, cool. Uh, so. Not that James Dean, but nonetheless, I'm sure a swell guy. Anyways, so, all right. So, Triple Xmas follows a bloodthirsty Santa who wreaks havoc on the set of an eccentric adult film director's latest production. And, uh, yeah, so that's a short synopsis. But basically, he's killing for a reason that, that gets revealed as you go along. And Ben Grimm, yes. Don't read it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this movie is everything you could hope it would be with the title Triple Xmas. Uh, there is tons of skin. It delivers on that because if you make a movie called Triple Xmas, there's certain things that I. Oh expect. my god! Can you imagine how Dad would be right now? <laughs> oh, I, I was going like to say some of it. Some of the nudity didn't not pugs approved. I loved <laughs> all of it. Well, those were the parts um, that were extra Dan approved. <laughs> extra Dan approved. This is a Dan movie. Uh, now, I will say, this isn't just softcore stuff. It's also a slasher movie, and there's some really uh, good kills. I wasn't too sure when the opening, it seemed like, oh, man, I hope this isn't just all off screen. Fortunately, it's not. Um, when the shit really hits the fan, there's some 
some pretty nasty kills. We also get uh, actual adult film star Dolly Lee, who plays uh, Julie Treats. Uh, she's adorable. Jessa Flux, who plays Pearl. Of course, she's a big scream queen. She's also done some adult film work, but mostly on the internet. Uh, so we do have some actual industry people in the movie. Drew Marvick plays Santa. Uh, he's building up a name for himself. Of course, he was in Murder Size. Uh, he's really funny here. Uh, lots of lots of funny uh, one-liners when he takes people out uh, in this one. He's not fat. I felt like maybe they could have stuffed him with something because Santa. I think like Santa's got to be fat, but. Not every killer. Yeah, I know. You know I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop you right there. I didn't hear you complain once about your favorite Jewish Santa while watching Santa Slay. That is true, and that's why, like I said, not every killer Santa's got the belly. But so uh, I have no complaints. I'm just. I'm just pointing it out. You. you you're, but this delivers. Santa's ever is fucking Billy Bob Thornton. That's <laughs> right. Not this. Del- this delivers plenty on the skin. A lot on the gore as well. Like I said, that opening scene, I was a little bit worried. I was like, I hope this isn't just all off screen. It is not. Uh, there's some really funny uh, one-liners. There's a dick-related gore scene. And then Santa, that's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, there was some funny, <laughs> funny lines. That's what I call a thirst trap bitch when he, like, melts somebody. Uh <laughs> I, I dug this. This is everything I could have wanted out of this kind of uh, title. Uh, the Rudolph Dick cover was funny. Uh, it, it It's kind of, it's up there. We've had indie comedic horror films lately. Uh, Spooky Dookie is one, obviously, Todd. Todd's favorite of the year a couple of years ago uh, that are that are up there. This is a really good mix of comedy and slasher and just old school gore uh, it hits the right tone i absolutely adore this film uh and it doesn't overstay its welcome uh maybe the finale could have used a little more razzle dazzle but i think we're gonna get probably get a little bit more but what did you guys think todd do you want to go first sure um, I this is what I've been looking for forever. Full disclosure, I did contribute to the campaign, so I got a Blu-ray coming too. Ooh, um, nice. So, yeah, I mean the concept, like from from beginning, you know, I I was already like, this is going to be good. I was kind of worried, like going into yesterday. I'm like, did I did I hype myself up too high? Because I mean, I have highs coming off from you know another one I super hyped up was Murder Size, and I love that one. Um, I don't think this one's quite there, like that level for me. But I thought this was great. I think I like Murder Size a little better. You got some of the same cast, so it's kind of you know, that's cool. But yeah, no, this one it, it's perfect. What I wanted for Christmas, we got the nudity, we got the killing, um, and like Dan said, it doesn't, it it doesn't waste your time. It just comes in, and yeah. I, I don't have any complaints. I thought this was a, a really fun Christmas. But this really felt like the kickoff of my Christmas horror. So, Right on. Well, I'm going to get a piece of coal and put it in my stocking here because uh, <laughs> this did not live up to the hype I was you... expecting. Uh, hold on. Let me fucking explain. I don't hate the movie. I just, I don't, I'm not as high on it as you guys are. Um, well, it started off bad for me, but 
we'll talk about that on Patreon. Lesbian tub scene, pugs. Lesbians don't do it for me, dude. I don't care. Yeah, no. Um, no, but I I did find it funny. It was charming. It was gory as fuck, which that was that was cool. Yeah. But like, but I was not in the mood for this style of movie, I guess, because like the mm. acting was bothering me this time. I'm like, I usually I'm fine with this. What what's happening? <laughs> I didn't like the main chick. She got on my fucking nerves. I'm like, that's her character. I'm like, I, when she I'm on Attila the Hung side. Fuck that bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just and uh I think you guys hyped me up because I usually like to keep my expectations, you know, pretty solid, but I loved murder size. I thought that was a great time. So like, that's what I was like looking forward to. This was not murder size. Uh, it's only 72 minutes. It felt longer. So like, I can't give you that uh, approval. Mm. Yeah. It was just a lot of misses or just coming up shorts. Cause I, I don't hate it. I think it's definitely worth a one-time watch. If, you, if it interests you at all, this, this concept <laughs> interests you by all means, check it out. But yeah, it didn't live, live up to that for me. Uh, but it's okay. Todd, tell me your favorite line. I, I wish this is something you would have asked me before. So I oh, okay. Like, you might have forgotten, but you'll remember when I tell okay. you. Every time you kill a whore, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. <laughs> I don't know if that would have been my favorite, though, but that was, there was, yeah. I feel like you would wear that on a shirt. On a shirt. Yeah, we'll see. The <laughs> <laughs> shirt Dan will buy. But this is everything that I could have hoped for. Good mix yeah. of gore, comedy, tons of nudity. It delivers exactly what you would want out of this premise. You keep yeah. saying that, but I didn't get what I wanted. I don't know what you wanted, though. I'm, I'm yeah. not sure. Uh, I don't know either. I think we overhyped more. you. <laughs> that could be it. That could be it. Because I think I overhyped myself a little, too, like I said. Um, but I still like I had a great time. I mean, I'm I'm happy with what they what they did. Yeah, it's I, I'm surprised you I thought you'd like it more. It could have just been you know, extra work. I could be grumpy, and that, yeah, that, I, is, that <laughs> is very true. But like a movie like that should put me in a better mood. And it was just it was fine. Something I saw. All right. Well, we'll let Pugs rate it first then. All right. The Grinch. Yeah. The mean one. Uh, I'm gonna give this a two out of five. Dan, I'm a four and a half out of five. I fucking love this movie. It just I'm... makes me happy. Yeah. Um, well, since it made Dan happy, I'm gonna do minus a half point. You're too late, <laughs> Dan. But now I gotta do mine in spite of it making Dan happy. I am also four and a half. Um, and this will be available streaming. This Friday via new village video. I don't know the rental price. I know murder size was like five bucks, so I'm assuming somewhere mm -hmm. around there. Um, but yeah, definitely worth the rental. Um, I think even Pug said worth a one-time watch. Yeah, by all means, check you, this shit out. Especially if, all, if this like like if you're like a Dan, I mean, you know what? Check it out. Fuck it. There's <laughs> also a zombie elf, so it's a good double feature with elves. Dan's just really trying to sell this elves double feature on the rest of us. I, I'm watching elves no matter what. That's all. Well, I it's on say. YouTube, so anyone can watch it too. There you go. <laughs> I that this movie is seriously a blast. I think if you if you see what it's about, you know whether you're inclined to like it or not. I I think it delivers everything you could possibly want. So not quite perfect, but almost perfect. I I really dug it. Yeah. 
but yeah, killer I'm with, Santas. I'm, I'm with I'm with Dan. It kicks off the holiday season for me. So absolutely, I've watched uh, other uh, I've watched other like Christmas horror for the show, but I don't know something about. Maybe it's it's my my style of Christmas. I feel like we've has been introduced. I have not watched Silent Night Deadly Night for the year yet. I think that's gonna have to happen soon. Oh yeah. I have to watch Santa's sleigh. I have to watch Jack Frost. And once again, this one being like only 70 minutes roughly, I 72? this is one I'd probably pop on each year. Yeah, I can see this staying in my rotation. It'll be in the rotation for sure for me. I'll maybe uh, check it out in six years or so. Uh, it'll maybe, be you over. know, maybe a year because you might be. Well, I don't know. You might still be in a shitty mood. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this one will get you eventually, but we'll see. We shall see. Uh, so we have another highly anticipated uh, Christmas revenge movie. Silent Night from legendary director John Woo. This is his first American movie since Paycheck 20 years ago, the Ben Affleck flick. So, And then Dan uh, asked, why isn't everyone excited for a John Woo movie? Well, we'll see. Uh, so uh, from uh, this is a gritty revenge tale about a tormented father played by Joel Kinnaman who witnesses his young son die when caught in a gang's crossfire on Christmas Eve. While recovering from a wound that cost him his voice, he makes vengeance his life's mission and embarks on a punishing training regimen in order to avenge his son's death one year later. Uh, so this this movie, um, these silent roles recently have been silent, well, not silent, silent movies, but uh, we've had this uh, a lot uh, as of late, um, particularly in the uh, the horror a genre, of, a lot. We've of had a few. We've had. I'm a trying few. to think of another one. Well, the Alien movie, uh, but yeah, I was what other say. than that? Oh yeah, okay. No one will save you. I think is the other one. What's no one will save you? Yeah, I was struggling on the name, but you know. Uh, okay, here's the funny was... thing about this. I saw this had screenings with on-screen captions. I was like, who mm -hmm. the fuck picked this one to be the one movie that's going to have on-screen captions? There's like no fucking... <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Willy's Wonderland. Another one. No, there's dialogue through it. He just doesn't speak. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The lead. No, there's not. that's not the same thing. No one spoke in the movie, though. Uh, this one? No, the wife did. No, she didn't. Yeah, she did. One time. Go back and watch it. Yes, she did. And there's voices on radios yeah, and stuff. There's definitely voices yeah. on radios, but I don't remember her. There's a monologue, too. But okay. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, no dialogue. Um, no. What? No, uh, well, Ben has a question, but we'll save it towards a little bit more. He wants to know how Christmassy it is. So, we'll just... Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so... John Woo, obviously, expectations are usually through the roof with him. It's not that he's never made a bad film. Paycheck, I remember just being forgettable. Mission Impossible 2 is the worst one of that franchise. I like that. Uh, see, I, see, that's where we but, totally flip. Like, Mission Impossible 2 is the first good one of the series. Yeah. You didn't like the first Mission Impossible? Yeah. It's okay. fine, but number two is way better. Yeah, and two is, like, universally, like, one of the ones people always talk about, too. I think Maybe I'm lumping it with three. I don't know. Maybe you are because two, 
one, it's got the fucking best soundtrack of all the Mission Impossible. It does have a good soundtrack. I remember that. But, uh, uh, but you know, John Woo, hard-boiled, the killer. I mean, he redefined what an Don't forget his greatest was. hits American movie. Pugs is going to yeah. get mad. Yes, Face Off, Broken Arrow. I mean, he's done fantastic work. So the hype for this, for me, was pretty big. It doesn't live up to the all-time classics like Hard Boiled. I remember seeing that movie and it just blowing my fucking mind. There's no way it could, though. Uh, I mean, everything's been done. <laughs> Men Grimm, this is like Death Sentence with ugly sweaters. There's some hate for two in the chat. There you go, Swaggy. One I, I could be lumping it in with three. Maybe three is the worst, but two is not good. Three is pretty bad. Three is the uh, first one that feels like the Mission Impossible franchise. It's bigger. He's like yeah. hanging. It, it, it's what Mission Impossible is. Yeah, so yeah. The first one's weird. Uh, if you watch one, then any of the others, it's like, what's going on? Is, is <laughs> this, what? So I'm an easy mark for revenge movies. It, Virgil knows it. Uh, I'm I'm usually always somebody that's gonna like a revenge movie, and I really like this one too. Um, I like the buildup. I could see some people not being patient because we spend a long time. He doesn't just become a killing machine immediately. Like we spend some time. He actually kind of stalks some of the the gang members, and I I kind of like that. You feel Joel Kinnaman's pain. They do a good job of you know kind of breaking your heart with this this kid uh who who lost his life and for not really being able to do dialogue to establish that relationship i think they did a really good job uh selling his his torment in this film the lead villain again really good that's where i wish though maybe we had some lines from him that i think could have established him as a little bit more evil uh, I think you it might have tell helped. That from the tattoos. Well, you can tell that he's a scary dude to not be fucked with, but um, I don't know. Style sometimes maybe betrayed where I, I would have liked a little bit of dialogue with them. But uh, uh, at the end of the day, it does exactly what you want out of a revenge movie. I wanted to see him fuck everybody up. Uh, it's a John Woo movie through and through. There's no such thing as reloading. <laughs> the guns just fire endlessly. There's a great car chase, a fight on this uh, stairwell that was pretty memorable. Tiny bits of CG here and there, but nothing too distracting. That, that totally um, distracted me in a John Woo movie. I was like, oh, what's going on? A, a little, but it wasn't as much as your... If I was wasn't, great. but in a John Woo movie, he's done all those things practical. So it's like it it really is like, oh come on. Dude. I I get that. I get that. It, it bugged me a little it might too. Might not have been up to him um, either, too. Like, I, I'm sure it's not, but it's still it just yeah, it really stood out to me more than it would in anyone else's film. Did uh, we get the birds flying? I don't remember any. No. Wait, I don't what? think we had birds. <laughs> We didn't claim no this movie either, then. <laughs> <laughs> you get a flying balloon, no birds. Um, yeah, I, that CGI flying balloon, that annoyed me right from the beginning. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, the first shot of the movie, we get CGI. Totally like, <laughs> with a fucking balloon. You couldn't do that shit practical? It's fucking string. It's, you control it. Jesus Inflation, God. Todd. Balloons are expensive. It caused it. Red balloons. You'll like, float too. Then you wonder why Hollywood movies are so fucking expensive. <laughs> 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 
Fuck it, it costs a dime and some helium. <laughs> there is there is a moment that I think you briefly glimpse in the trailer. It's not a spoiler. Where the villain is dancing with his uh, crack whore girlfriend. And I actually started to laugh because this is during like a big action sequence where all tons of his guys are getting fucked up and he's just sitting there dancing in his Santa suit with this woman. And it's so John Woo. Like he doesn't like mind the fucking hail of gunfire going on out outside his little room hey man, or whatever. This man promised his woman to dance. He's going to deliver. And it's bothering me, Dan. That was a, that was a hair on whore, not a crack whore. No, there the is a difference. Dan. Okay. I've never heard the term look hair the same. on whore, but, uh, Druggy chick. Junkie. I don't think I don't think he's like Perusa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad Cliff, she was being Cliff must be out tonight. <laughs> I got you, Cliff. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, Ben did say the enforcer was scarier than the main guy. Yeah. And yeah, the little vampire could have too. had flying turtle doves. That's where I was going with it. Yeah. <laughs> You, you know what movie recently had some of the scariest, nastiest-looking villains? Uh, and I know it splits people, but Don't Breathe too. You had, you had Meth Head Dean Ambrose in there. Oh, uh, Those were scary. <laughs> Those were some nasty-looking villains, I thought. Did you fear but... for your life, Dan? Wait till uh, Dan sees Menace to Society. <laughs> I've seen Menace to Society, Ted. Cliff yeah, Booth yeah. is here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ah, you're just you're a little bit slow this time, Cliff. You missed your window. Um, but yeah, it, it's a John Woo movie through and through. Don't get your expectations super high. I think it's well worth seeing in the theater, though. I mean, it still felt like I was watching a John Woo movie, and that was more than enough for me. And I like Kinnaman. I think we were uh, Ben. Maybe it was you. We were talking on the Discord uh, that he wasn't quite sold on Joel Kinnaman, but. I think he's done a great job in everything I've seen. Yeah, this, finally he's in a good RoboCop reboot. So you know, I was waiting for the fucking suit to come on halfway forward. <laughs> fucking Silent Night Two, the fucking cyborg. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it felt like you got the murder, the revenge. All I was like, fuck, this should totally be a RoboCop. Mm. Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi's also in this, but he doesn't have much to do. Um, he had no lines, like everyone. Yeah. <laughs> He gets he to join in on the action. He's <laughs> fucking better than uh, Chris Rock in Spiral, even with nothing saying, <laughs> with nothing spoken. Um, what if they had the same amount of dialogue? Would you have liked Spiral better? <laughs> no. <laughs> Chris Rock just makes Chris Rock faces the whole time with people. <laughs> yeah. Fucking slap him harder than Will Smith. <laughs> he just Maybe. does an homage to X, and he just, like, he shows up. Uh, with his guns blazing at the end, but like no fucking pants, just free balling it. <laughs> the last action scene. <laughs> uh, but I dug it. What, what about you guys? I I really had a lot of fun. I can go. Um, I didn't care for it that much. However, I was in this theater. It was like the next day after Godzilla minus one, and I much rather have seen that movie. I do think that's weighing heavily on this. That and the fact that. I know what John was capable of, and it seems like he held back, which is unfortunate, because I think Joel Kinnaman kicked ass. I didn't care for the villains. I didn't find them scary, but, you know, I live in an area where I see these fucking vatos all the goddamn time. So I'm like, see, hey, like, I said last night? Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like the fact that they use Prayers, which is a cholo goth band. Like they were part of the soundtrack. I'm like, oh, this is fun. So that part brought me into it. But um, I didn't think I didn't really care about the relationship of the father and the kid. I didn't think that that was done that well. Yeah, you were huh. like, me sailing pretty hard. I was like, ah, oh, you just. I feel. I feel you. You know. Uh, you lose a family member, you're gonna get a family member taken away from you. You're gonna be fucking pissed off. Like that's uh, easy to comprehend. I, I like, should have. Is that even his more. kid? That's the whole, <laughs> time. <laughs> the whole time. I was like, seriously though. Like it's like, this is how they stop this from being a white porno adventure with just killing a bunch of brown people. Was because they made his Ooh. wife and kid brown. Otherwise, it's Death Wish, and then it's just like the white guy movie killing all the brown people. Honestly, <laughs> didn't even didn't no. even think about that. I truly, I truly don't see color. I just make, I use it when I find it. Oh, I, I, see, I see racist is a, shit. I'm like, you motherfuckers. That is a good fucking point, sir. <laughs> um, but no, the action scenes are are seriously shot well. It's cool. But again, I know he's capable of more. I do like the fact that it, like, some people that he's trying to save may not make it out. Like, I do like the downer note on that. But yeah, as a whole, I was just like, I'd rather be watching Godzilla minus one. This is just okay. I could have waited for the for a home th- for a theatrical for this. I'm with you on that, Pugs. Yeah. I don't felt I didn't feel like this needs. I I like I well I like John's non-American movies, and I like a few of them. Like Face Off, I like Broken Arrow is actually probably one of his best American movies. Broken is awesome. Um, it's like totally underrated. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of underwhelmed. Like I don't know if the CGI turned me off immediately. The obviously we're trying not to make this racist by throwing the brown people in as his family. Let me ask you about that. Not as obvious I, as you claim, Todd. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't see until it was pointed out. No, it was to me, and to me, it was like, oh, that's that's, yeah. But they did kill his family. But I, his I have a brown family. <laughs> do, do you? If it would have been a little pretty white boy that got murdered, it would have been totally different. Well, honestly, the police. Would what have about Do <laughs> yeah, you remember Peppermint, Peppermint with Jennifer Garner? Because yeah, I know I that got criticized pretty hard, uh, and I believe it was. And I could she be was wrong. In a Home Depot parking lot. Like, what do you mean? Why did they get criticized? The difference there is it was a because woman she was a white. Away. That's what I was just going to ask. Like, do you get a pass being a woman? Woman, yes, mm-hmm. you do. She's killing men that can take advantage yeah it's it's different there's a difference between fucking jennifer garner and charles fucking bronson just telling you right now dad well sure but how's it less racist she's still white so but she's a woman it's don't try to figure all this out dad you're gonna blow your you're gonna bleach the misogyny card (laughs) you're gonna gonna scan yourself i am asking you i'm just double standards she's a woman dan yes double standards okay okay i was just curious um is it worth checking out though? I know my mom likes that movie. Peppermint, I like yeah. it. Peppermint, yeah. It, it, one thing I will say, at least they go several years. I think it's like five or six years before she goes to revenge because it's like she had sufficient training. It wasn't a week later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You know movies are like fantasy. Air karate is not house. real, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I understand, Todd. But if you did in uh, my fantasies, no one could beat the straight white man. <laughs> that's bullshit Todd you keep making it about race it wouldn't make Dan sense if you, Meryl Streep one of our great 
actresses. It would not make sense if if Meryl Streep's grandson gets gunned down and then Meryl Streep is throwing motherfuckers through windows. Meryl Streep's like an 80-year-old woman. There's uh, a Meryl Streep can make me believe that, though. <laughs> Meryl Streep 20 years ago still wouldn't make sense. 30 uh, years ago. I would like to sense. see this, actually. Because, Dan, <laughs> uh, Dan, you're not helping your case right now. Because, of course, a woman, why would that even... No, get out of here. Yeah, just stop digging your hole. Talk about the movie. Uh, I fucking love this movie. Of course you do. And how? So we answered Ben's que- uh, question. And not how Christmassy just, was it? Because I don't. I, you know, there was lights and sweaters. Didn't even register. It wouldn't have changed. It wouldn't have changed much. I, I, on, I mean, yeah, on a scale yeah, of one to ten, he asked for. I, uh, give it I don't think he, he asked for a scale. Or he said on a Christmas scale. I think of what he said. Oh. Uh, two or three. I mean, there's a few All shots. Right. There's stuff in the background, but it, I don't feel like it ever plays into the story. There's Other than a big that's like part the of anniversary. the present. Yeah. I would have sprayed some blood on some Christmas trees with some gunfire, something. Could have used a little Because like it looked more like a prom when Homeboy was dancing with his with his girl, except he was wearing the Santa suit. Is this the guest of Christmas movies? Kind of. No, the guest is way more Halloween than this is Christmas. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, I would go. Uh, are you guys on? Anyway, we can say this. Yeah, I know. But, but yes, Flasher, yes. Yes, it is. But the guest is way better. Yeah. I would agree. Just not a... Yeah, I agree. Um, so that means Silent Night must enter the next Slashers if it ever returns. <laughs> Me and Dan are going to fucking keep that into the end. Payback, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> write it down. Write it down. Kruger's probably won't watch this episode, hopefully, and he's going to be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> That's because Kruger hates mute people. That's We're like, like his deep dark on topic tonight. We still got a post show. We got to speed up. Okay, yes, and so the let's record, go ahead Kruger and read it. does not hate mute people as far as I know. That's Dan's territory. <laughs> mute people All are right. awesome. They shut the fuck up. They this is true. This is true. Speaking of knowing their uh, place, Dan, what do you give this one? All right, so it doesn't stand among the elite John Woo action movies, but it's still John Woo, and it's still fucking awesome. Um, I give it a three and a half. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were going to go something crazy because I'm a three. I mean, no, it's no. above average. I don't love it. It's it's a solid action movie, but not a good John Woo movie, I don't think. So see, take that for how you want to See, you said above average, and I don't think so. I think it's, mm. I think it's below, even for John Woo. Ah. Like, like, I'm going to give it a two out of five, and I think it's generous. Oh. I think Pugs is just grumpy. I'd much rather watch Godzilla minus one, goddammit. Well, <laughs> well, I should have well, went there and just skipped this and watched it at home. Then I would have fucking loved it. <laughs> we could have a Godzilla revenge movie. Where we did, like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, he's on track, out. Dan. Remember, remember, on track, yes, yes, yes. Save for the post show. All right, I will pitch my Godzilla Revenge movie on Patreon then. All right, so moving on to our next film, which uh is a Screambox original and uh, it's also an anthology horror film called Night of the Missing from directors Samuel Gonzalez Jr. and Matthew Hirsch. A Night of the Missing. Uh, and in this film, the sheriff of a small town... It, huh. I'm going to not read this, because actually part of this is uh, kind of a spoiler. Um, 
So a mysterious woman uh, visits the sheriff of a small town and starts a conversation about the crimes she committed. It's a very vague um, synopsis, but this is an anthology film. So we'll talk a little bit about the stories in the anthology film. Uh, and I'm going to say this is an anthology film that I feel were pre-existing shorts. Not to tip my hat whether I liked it or not, but I think these were pre-existing shorts that they cobbled together. Uh, what did you think of Night of the Missing Pugs? Uh, I'm just going to get it out of the way. I liked one scene in this whole thing. It involved a gun. Did not like the rest of this movie. Any of the stories or wraparound. I don't like this movie. So you go ahead and knock yourself out, Dan, because I'll just shit all over it. Was not a fan. You were muted. I I know my dog's barking, and I was covertly trying to get him to shut up. Okay. Uh, but we'll fight through the dog. Uh, so I actually did like it. Now, I know Night Flirt, uh, which is the second story, that was a... I'm pretty sure that was a pre-existing short film um, with, uh, hold on one. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> I just want to see. Um, <laughs> hold on, Dan. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with Pugs on this one. Uh, yeah, I just kind of was like, this. I was, I was excited for it. And then I was like, oh, man, this is, uh, I, I was, I was disappointed. I, I was looking forward to it, but. Cool concept, I, I, but about like the missing people. Yeah, but, I, I did like that. But yeah, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It, it I like the concept. Um, it's not exactly what I wanted out of the concept. I think is the biggest problem. But I mean, it. It's it's. Uh, I've seen worse this year, definitely. I, I so. For me, it's a mixed bag, uh, which is pretty common with uh, horror anthologies. I will say this, so. Uh, I mean, you can almost watch these out of order. The, the wraparound tries to kind of connect it. it. It, I guess it works well enough. But the third story, Model Homes, uh, that one is basically about this model city and a janitor hearing screams. And we kind of follow these two women trying to escape this model city where all of these models have come to life and they're trying to kill them. I actually thought that was a fucking awesome short. I was like, where's Joe Spinell when you need him? Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. It's one of those ones where it's like, man, I wish this were a feature length film because it's such a cool concept. It really felt like old school uh, Twilight Zone for me. I, I, I dug that a lot. Uh, again, how does it really truly fit into a horror anthology? Uh, you know, and tie in, I don't know. I just took this as a collection of shorts. And for me, it works as that because okay. I didn't hate any of the stories. Uh, that's the, the thing. Swerve and that's rare. Is only a good one for me. Oh, yes. Swerve Strickland from AEW is yeah. in. Uh, is oh, that was in... really him? Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes, as a nasty drug dealer. Uh, he doesn't have too much to do in that, but that, that's a pretty solid ghost story. Uh, I was going to say uh, Night Flirt isn't too bad. It's about this kind of bored woman who calls and starts flirting uh, with Bill Mosley, uh, who you never actually see. It's just, you a, just like the Hitachi. 
Perfect. He's been doing that a lot lately, hasn't it? Wasn't he? a Hitachi, it was an electric toothbrush. Whatever. Isn't that kind of ruin your toothbrush though at that point? I mean, I don't know. Find something. I can't see speak from experience, sir. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um but yeah, no, that one was creepy. She sees this doppelganger of herself. Um, I don't know if it really necessarily makes sense entirely, but it, it it the entire movie's very well made and it has a very good creepy vibe. I'm a little more positive on it than you guys. I just I recognized right away that I don't I don't think anything here was shot for a feature length film. And that depends how you feel about that. But hey, we all love the VHS franchise. And other than the gimmick, all of those are kind of standalone too. So, you know, until recently, they kind of connect some things. Uh, so I didn't mind it. Uh, but honestly, you could jump around if you wanted to if these shorts were available separately. I would say Model Homes is the real standout. and But for the most part, shot well, acted well. I dug it. I dug it well enough for a one-time watch. I will say, if you want to watch something Christmassy on Screenbox, I'm going to tell you watch Death December. Just stick around to Crappy Christmas. Wait, is Crappy Christmas is on, he the on there? Yeah, I know. I don't know. Someone in the chat, tell us. <laughs> um, uh, Death December is definitely one you want to own the Blu-ray. Yeah, for crappy sure. You want to own Crappy Christmas? Everything else is just bonuses. Yeah. Canadian Blu-ray or the vinegar or the partner label Culture Shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was cheap and for a while. Crappy Christmas did reach its goal, so Yuletide Suicide is happening. Wow! Yeah. Okay. Don't you have something coming in the mail? Eventually, I don't know when it's supposed to get here. So. No, we'll see it on the show. Fuck yeah! Cool. <laughs> I got. I bought the the device. The grease. Oh, oh, fuck! You did. Yeah, I almost bought the bloody one too. I'm like, you know, I can't do this. <laughs> now, would you have bought the bloody one if that was for? Would you? Probably, yeah. yeah. But it was smart to roll it out. So <laughs> you were pretty close to buying one of the Serbian film props from mm-hmm. that. Yeah, weren't you? We offered in... me, and my buddy Rob. We offered five or seven thousand. I don't remember exactly. They're asking for ten thousand. And we had five on us at the time. Like I don't, I don't remember exactly how much we had. We, it was. Did under, you bring five grand specifically to buy? I the mean, baby? we would have. No, no, no. We, <laughs> we would have went. Um, uh, it was definitely under the asking price, but we we're like, we we're fucking serious. We will hand it to you right now. And then we just <laughs> took turns owning it. But uh, he was that. Uh, they're smart to do so. They held out. They wanted their ten grand, and I think someone bought it for it. So. Yeah, they probably got it. I got my I, my other baby here, so we're good. There you go. That would have been an epic live video if you just went live in the car. I would have cried. I would have cried by, <laughs> and hold, like at the at buying it, dude. I was. It was this crazy. is the closest I will get to being a dad. <laughs> <laughs> no seventh heaven thing, Dan. We could have all, <laughs> all just pulled money and just like split time. We just. That's what they were gonna do. <laughs> but let's be honest you really want it back after <laughs> it's... Uh, it stays in the case <laughs> you but anyways night why is there a glory hole in our Serbian film doll case <laughs> uh, 
Night of the Missing. Not there is also We All Scream, which is a, a creepy little uh, ice cool. cream man. I did story. like that. It was just a little short. Yeah. The imagery in it was good. Again, it, it, there wasn't a lot to the it as far as the story, nice. but that, that stretching of the arm from the ice cream truck, uh, all very good. It, it, technically speaking, this is very well made. So I'm going to go with give it a watch. Uh, it's rare that I, I didn't hate anything. Even the wraparound was solid, even if it wasn't entirely. I satisfied. think I was just underwhelmed by everything on this one. I, I, I kind of was, I had high hopes for this one. I don't know why on this one I did, but. I did. I, I think the concept, but um, I, I was a little let down. But I do think if you have Screenbox, watch it. It's worth the watch. I, I I didn't hate it. I just didn't live up to what I was looking for, or wasn't what didn't give me what I wanted. So I kind of hated it. I think it sucks. <laughs> but you did talk me into giving it a half more. All right. Star. Well, so what does that make you total? A half. <laughs> One out of five. <laughs> All right. Damn, Todd. I like it, dude. I am a three. I'm a three as well. Definitely above average. I can't go lower than that because, again, I like, like it. Way higher than me. <laughs> it, it was close to three and a half. I mean, I fucking loved uh, the the, mod, the model home story a lot. I, I Dude, really there's only it. one scene where I'm like, okay, this is pretty hard. It involved the gun. But then when you guys brought up the ice cream truck, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was that looked pretty cool, the arm strings yeah. and stuff. So, all right. Yeah, it, I think people will like this one. Uh, I think so. our next film, Dan, you have not at all spoken about our post show tonight. Oh yes, I thought we we did briefly, but we will we will have a Patreon post show. We'll hang out a little bit, and we have a the review. controversial review. The controversial review that I know has been requested for. Why am I forgetting the name? Uh, Lady Ballers. Dan's been requesting it every day till we got it. So. This is untrue. But we will have a review of Lady Ballers, the oh, controversial so. film that probably isn't a good idea to review on YouTube. So, Which is yeah. why it's on Patreon, which I will be sharing the link. If you're not a patron, you can yes. hear this. For just the, any tier starts at a dollar. So I'm going to paste the link in there so i know dan's like fuck i wanted this on a five dollar <laughs> we could put that on the ten thousand dollar pier which you can and actually own my old hat no 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 we know it's that old see dan's changing the rules old hat. It's always, that's not nope, what it says dude. nope that is not what it says it is the hat you're wearing that is what it says nope well you know no. what you give me ten thousand dollars hat, i can get like a, a two hundred dollar level god damn it so you give us no, ten grand, you can pick the hat you want. No, you get you get both hats at this point. <laughs> Dan will sign There's it and little swastika. Hat. There is no plural, Chad. And I didn't sign on for that. God damn it! You literally so, did. You twenty thousand dollars. No, you can have. Both what did hats. you promise to give this hat away in a different show? And that's why you're being all weird about it. There is no hat you deal did. anywhere but Patreon. There better be like stage four people. scenarios here. <laughs> giving this shit away. Yeah. Oh, all right. It came upon a midnight clear. <laughs> it came upon a midnight clear from writer director Stephen Allen Gutierrez, and uh, so uh, this one, this this was just streaming. This wasn't no, not yeah, sure, it was on sorry. Tubi. Tubi. All right. So from writer director Stephen Allen Gutierrez, it came upon a midnight clear, not to be confused with the 1984 Mickey Rooney 
Christmas TV movie. Uh, we're not unfortunately. <laughs> All right. So Jeff Todd tipping his head. Jeremy Adams, a hopeless romantic high school senior, just scored a date with his dream girl, Amanda Lawton. But she is kidnapped, causing him and his best friend, Minka, to go on a horrific quest to save her from a ruthless serial killer. Uh, Scream Christmas. <laughs> uh, I didn't like it. Uh, Shocker. I don't like it at all. Uh, the lead uh, jock bully character was awful. He was the least threatening person I've ever seen in this kind of a role before. Uh, Dan was this, a jock, so. This <laughs> may... <right>. I was. <laughs> don't I was shoot athlete. me, sir. That's all. This, this film, it might work okay for teens looking for a teen romance with with a little bit of horror thrown in it's it's light it's i guess maybe sweet i, I like the two leads uh the the uh the girl was good the guy needs yeah. some work <laughs> i do want to do a real quick correction i said Tubi. this is actually on crackle crackle okay i couldn't remember and, and, uh, I, and I want to say yeah no crackle yeah uh yeah jaden riley juarez who plays minka uh was she was good it's just the movie is just, this is just light tween fluff uh it's a slasher film there's nothing there's nothing here that connected with me at all when we get to the finale where everything's revealed and there are some twists and turns in this like i said just because i didn't like it doesn't mean some of you guys might not uh but it felt like kids fighting in a chuck e cheese like that's how yeah, the finale. It felt actually for had me. fucking teens in there, <laughs> which I, it turns out doesn't really work that well. <laughs> it it just it doesn't. It really doesn't. This one, there is some like storyline beats that would lean a little bit more fucked up, but I just thought I was watching a Disney Channel, and not a good Disney Channel movie for for the most part. It didn't work for me. No Halloween Town 2. I'll give you that, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a little more gore than Halloween Town. Uh, but Halloween Town is also better. I was going to say I'd rather watch <laughs> Halloween Town 2. Maybe not Halloween Town 3, but at least one or two. <laughs> so you didn't like it, Ted? It, it was all right. I didn't hate it. I, I It just was kind of... It was. It, it Yeah, it was... There's, there's a lot to like and there's yeah. way more to dislike which is unfortunate because again there's the scream formula yeah hello i'm like oh i'm i'm gonna enjoy this and it's just it's not strong it's very very poor the mm. bully's not threatening the main the male lead i i honestly wanted to give him a wedgie myself and i don't really believe <laughs> in that shit uh i i love the girl and thought she was awesome. She probably should have just been the lead in like solo style, but it was too yeah. late for that. Uh, yeah. The 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 reveal, eh? Whatever. <laughs> the kills, they're okay, but they could left a lot on the table. This could have been way fucking cool. There is a, a structure here that works. They just they just failed for me. Like I don't hate it though. I do think of, of a certain people of a certain age might dig it, but um. They're gonna discover Scream like, oh, I like this one way more. So, 
Uh, it's yeah. just whatever. Slasher says Halloween Town Four is doo doo. Yeah, we're about we're around Halloween Town Four here level. <laughs> See, that's that's what you're like. I like all them the more Halloween, than missing if that helps. All the Halloween Town fans are popping out. <laughs> Bed Grimm says Halloween Town Two is directed by the same person who did Pet Cemetery. Nice, Mary. Yes. Um, and yeah, I mean, and in the end, like when we kind of have the action kicking in, it's just like I'm. I don't know. Maybe as a like I said, a tween fantasy type thing it, it it works for them i i don't know though kudos I mean, for actually making them of the proper age of high school that i was yeah. I, i'm gonna give them credit for that that was cool to see but now this is proof like yeah it doesn't work <laughs> let's, yeah. let's use the 90210 fucking 20 somethings friday the 13th knew what they were doing and then you wondered why when you were a kid you thought teenagers look so much older i watched that stuff like these motherfuckers are 30 (laughs) we need if luke perry were still around it would have been a better movie if he just played the lead uh, (laughs) well yeah Yeah. (laughs) it might have been fucking weird but he still would have been younger than the chick with the glasses on 90210 doing it (laughs) gabrielle bitch was like 40 when they made that show <laughs> when it when it watch uh jack perry retire and then he just goes full like luke perry he just starts playing that role for the next 30 years uh his best uh performance is in law and order svu which they i had a story written back in the day and they kind of used the same idea which turns out my idea worked so that's cool but like fuck i wish i would have did it <laughs> Luke Perry was really good on Oz. A lot of people forget he was oh, yeah. on that show. I've never really watched a single Oz. episode of Oz. Bruh, it is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of drop in the soap, though. Like it's <laughs> there's a lot of that. Yeah, it's prison. I mean, yeah, it's, I, I really did. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Dan's it's like really it's like a th- it's like a super serious warning to Dan. There's lots of there's lots of gay prison sex. Yeah. <laughs> Breacher. Thanks, Dad. Breacher, I love that character, dude. So cool. <laughs> All right. So hey, by the way, a- prison sex isn't gay; it's just prison sex. So it's gay for the stay. That's all. <laughs> there you go. Words oh God, by. damn it! We're not on Patreon yet. <laughs> Save it. Dad. At least we said gay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it came upon a midnight clear. I don't know. Maybe we're being harsh, but just not the audience. It's it's light. It's fluffy. I am and the fucking audience. Me. <laughs> we were um, requested to review it. I don't remember who. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry if Are, you like. Was that whoever. was that you, Ben? You wanted us to be tortured, also. <laughs> oh, I forgot the aunt. The aunt in this is Robert Rodriguez's sister, who does a lot of music for Robert Rodriguez movies. So. Uh, Okay, Cliff Booth. Oz was too depressing. It was bad enough that everyone was in prison. Then they gave a guy. You know, I'm not going to read that spoilery. (laughs) I tapped out after that. (laughs) It is. It is a downer of a show, but it is good. I need happy shows right now. Life's too much of a downer. So you're not doing anything dark right now, Todd. I well, I mean, you know what? I was. We'll talk on Patreon. Okay. okay. Patreon would be. I'm trying to get through this goddamn oh, yeah. show. Well, I'll give my reading of. Uh, I don't even remember what the fuck this movie's called. It what came upon it? a midnight. It clear. came upon a midnight clear. Two out of five. Generous. Yeah, I'll be generous. Two out of five also. Uh, I'll give it. 
I'll, uh, it's a horror film. It really is a zero for me, but I will give it a half star. And understanding that there there are people out there that, that might like it, just not me. So there you go. Watch the Mickey Rooney, It Came Upon a Midnight Clear TV movie instead. And there you go. And pair it with his uh, his Silent Night, Deadly Night, Toymaker. There you go. That's a yeah, Christmas yeah, night. We can all agree on that one. Uh, so, all right. Moving on to our main event of the evening, which may or may not have had a Christmas tree in it at one point. We're not sure. But... Uh, that is the movie from A24 that I've really been looking forward to, Dream Scenario. Uh, this is from writer-director Chris Liar. Dan said he was looking forward to an A24 film. <laughs> Love yeah, me some A24. From a writer-director Christopher Borg. A24. Borley. Didn't you watch the I'm other one? So this movie follows a hapless family man who finds his life turned upside down when millions of strangers suddenly start seeing him in their dreams. When his nighttime appearances take a nightmarish turn, Paul is forced to navigate his newfound stardom. Uh, all right, so this director... Uh, first off, I should say before I get into the director, this is produced by Ari Aster, who was originally going to direct this uh, with it starring Adam Sandler. So if you've seen this movie, maybe you can imagine what it might have looked like uh, with that. But uh, uh, this director, it's his first American feature film, but he has directed a film called Drib, which is a really trippy energy drink movie. Uh, I'll just put it that way. That might That's be one to discover. You, dude. <laughs> there you go. All about me. Uh, and I think it's actually popped up in Dollar Tree at times if you want the DVD. But uh, Drib and most recently Sick of Myself, which is a uh, vinegar syndrome. Which, which we unboxed last night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's a Norwegian director. And yeah. uh, so I love this movie. I think this is going to stand up with some of Cage's best work. Uh recently i mean pig i thought was fantastic i don't think cage got his respect for that movie like he should have but that it's not exactly what you would think from the trailers but my god was he brilliant uh in pig and this could even it's a very odd film but this could even get him another oscar nomination potentially uh so what is this film about uh so there's a lot going on, a lot you can interpret uh, in this film. Um, if you're familiar with uh, Carl Jung, uh, the collective unconscious uh, theory, uh, there's a lot of that in here if you're interested in, in Carl Jung. Uh, but it, it's if I had to pitch it as a genre, I would say dark absurdist comedy more than anything is what it would fall under i think uh, you just tell someone it's an a24 film and that, that, that there that you, go, you get it <laughs> it's a satire of celebrity culture meme culture uh there's a it's a very personal film for nick cage if you've seen some of his interviews uh because you know he kind of became a meme and I get it we all love that we all love nick cage and some of his more uh over the top performances but i i actually think a lot of that really hurt him when you see some interviews uh just the perception 
of him. The, the, the perceived notion of a person versus the reality of, of he, who they are. He flipped that, owned it, and became a superstar again. He did. He absolutely did. He's a great comeback story. Uh, so so everybody starts seeing him in his dreams, oh, and he's He very... did it before when he had the old face, though, too. So Yeah, yeah. People start seeing him in, in their dreams, and he's like basically just there. He has nothing to do with the dream except he's there. He's just passive. And obviously things kind of escalate. It's listed as a comedy horror. <laughs> what is it really? It, I didn't yeah, know. it is actually, which surprised really? me. Okay. Um, it's not like, a horror. Okay, it's, he's Freddy Krueger done. <laughs> it, yeah, it, there there is actually a moment where uh, he wears the Freddy glove, which is pretty funny. Um, so glove yeah freddy ish glove uh there's some interesting we're not talking spoilers obviously but there's some moments in here where if you have read up on dreams in general there's some potential giveaways uh i need to watch this a second time to really give like a full opinion on on everything that it's about uh, a lot of people are saying it's about cancel culture and group think and i think that's in here but that's not that's really what it's a it's a part of it yeah uh the movie is hilarious it has one of the most awkward and just gut busting uh sex scenes i've ever i seen strongly disagree i'm still mad about that scene god damn it <laughs> <laughs> I laughed my ass off. I wasn't expecting it, and it, it actually, I yeah, it was funny. Uh, but it, it's also touching. In fact, very sad uh, towards the end. Again, I'm dancing around stuff, but like I really felt for this character. And what more can be said about a movie that you feel like, I'm going to probably watch this a couple more times uh, in, you know, soon. <laughs> because I want to kind of like think about it a little bit more. Uh, it, it's up there. It's a good double feature with the Spike Jones film adaptation that Cage did in, uh, I think, 2002, uh, which is another one of his better performances. He's perfectly cast in this movie because I can see what it would have looked like with Adam Sandler, but I think Nick Cage was kind of perfect casting for this type of just weird, absurdist uh satire it's a different uh, kind of movie once you put adam sandler in there it is and i mean people forget adam sandler has done a, a couple really good dramatic films uh a few actually Club, fucking and uncut gems uncut that's, gems yeah and the, the 9 11 movie <laughs> the 9 11 movie he did where his whole family dies what the world trade center one? <laughs> no he wasn't in world trade center that was nicholas oh Cage. okay yeah i was, I was like I that movie was hilarious that movie? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but if you're interested in dreams in general i think it's a fascinating movie and i think that the last dream i guess i guess we could say i thought i thought it was really something just sad about it the movie's more funny than anything, but there is a, a depressing There's a sadness to it, to it too. Yeah. Yeah. Grimm, seeing Dan in my dreams would be a nightmare. Dude, oh, I swear cute. to God, if you would just had Dan do the exact same thing Nick Cage does in the dreams for like the first half of this movie, that would be well, the most terrifying thing you'd ever have to deal with in your life. 
Just I, you know what? Stand, and, like walking to read up on dreams. In real life, it's fucking scary. I want everybody who listens to this episode to think about me at the same time before you go to bed, Dude, and it'll happen. You'll all start dreaming. You're gonna don't threaten our audience like that. Yeah. That's not cool. It's, why is it bad? I, I just You're probably gross. be there hanging out. It'll be awesome. You put it back in your pants, bad. Or put it back in your shorts, sir. Making everything sexual. Um, I know Kruger's not here, but I feel like Kruger will like this movie. But then it'll be like I wanted to see him do more fucked up stuff in the tree. He'll definitely. What's oh, he'll, he'll pop for the for the glove moment. But, um, yeah, I didn't think he liked this one at all. Watching it, but. Um, yeah, because it's not going to deliver anything he wants. I don't well, think... Yeah, I don't know. We'll but see. Maybe he'll do it on Kruger's. I Porter say this every time we do an A24 film. See, now I get to do it. Um, I tend to like their stuff like this over their horror stuff. I still like the horror stuff, but this is the stuff I get excited for. Because I know what basically we're getting in A24 horror. And A24 proper, you never know. And I mean, sometimes you get something like men. Well, see, men lies in the horror category. So again, but whatever. But yeah, this one was just it's it's weird. Like, you know, the dream stuff, you you know, you, you brought up in like the um but you can see when he's really starting to enjoy it, and you kind of get that, like the the fame, like the whole his whole arc. I mean, it, it's just I'm well, he's always great to watch, but yeah, there was something about him. He's just awkward, kind of it's weird. It's it, it, it was, and I can see, see, I think the weirdness is going to keep the academy away. I hope I'm wrong, but I think it's too that's what well, happens. Everything, everywhere, all at once is an exception, but Very- it is an exception. It's but it has so much heart to it, it overshadows the weirdness. And we were trying to stop Asian yeah. hate at the time. That is true. Yeah, that was the should have been the straight out of Compton. I remember because I made that argument again. And I'm never not going to say it every Oscar show because yeah, that should have won that fucking year, you cocksuckers. And that's not me <laughs> shitting on the movie. I fucking love that movie. Oh, no, the movie's great. Shit. Yeah. This, I I think, I think it, it will find its audience. I wish I knew more people. <laughs> ben has a serious here. question, though. Ben Grimm, you going to pay for my therapy? <laughs> no. That's. All right, all me. Like I do the damage. That's on you. Well, if this is true, uh, you know what? I'm back on board. Let's do this, and just remember: think about me what happens you in your that. dreams happens in real life. So we all just got to go for Dan right at once. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for him in this movie because <laughs> there's moments, like I said, it is an absurdist comedy, but there's some real sadness in this. It it hit, it hits you kind of subtly. It's just like. Man, I feel terrible for this guy. <laughs> this is emotionally has to be devastating. That sex um, scene still makes me mad. God damn it. <laughs> the final uh scenes, I think, too, with his wife, like that's where I thought it, it really started to get kind of depressing. I actually probably the last line I believe in the movie. Uh it was like, oh man, rough. But there's so much going on about this. I I know I love this movie, obviously, which will be reflected in my rating. Uh, but I feel like watching it again, I'm going to get even more stuff that I haven't caught before. And we'll find uh, that Christmas tree. I will find the Christmas tree. Uh, and yeah, uh, this one I think is well worth going to check out if you like interesting uh, films that are also hard to predict. Like, 
I was watching this movie. I didn't know what was going to happen one scene to the next. It's it's very unpredictable. It's not. Luckily, you know, I go into movies not trying to predict what's going to happen in general, and you have well, a better I just time. No, most of the time, it's not formulaic. It's a truly fascinating movie, and I hope people will give it a uh, give it a shot. See, I, I agree with you. My, my thing is, it doesn't need to be seen on a big screen. I think you should to help the box office. But it is, yeah. it's one of those movies that it doesn't need to. You'll be fine watching it on a small screen. Um, how many people did you have in your theater, Dan? Oh, actually, a decent bit. I think there, there might have been 20 people. Oh, okay. And you saw it a few days later. Huh. Yeah. I was just curious because I saw the day it came out, and those are always fuller. Even then, yeah. it probably was only about same i mean it was in the smallest theater too i have to push back on that a little bit though because a lot of people say that and that's why for a while it's like nobody would go to anything other than a marvel piece of shit because it's effects you only need to see the big effects on the no that's not true there's nothing that needs to be seen on a big screen in this i am one that always will say but i don't think there's anything you're going to lose by watching this on a small screen I think you should go see it. Fuck the communal experience. (laughs) Well, I... That is why you're going to be like... No, Dan, you can't say the communal experience. You bitch about audiences all the time. I do when they don't behave. But only then. If you saw some weirdo in the hat come in... (laughs) I am quiet. Keep an eye. This is true. You have fucking serial killer stillness, dude. Like, I am impressed at how fucking... What the fuck? Why is serial killer stillness? Probably from all the practice watching... People through the window. I'll just put it that way because I Jesus, I, I, I was going to be really, really bad, but I'll behave. But yeah, you, you're, you're good. I'm insulted right now. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he, can, he can stand behind that hedge for three days. Yeah, you oh, got Michael God. Myers stealing this dude. It's impressive. There you go. Well, I am cooler than Michael Myers now after those last movies. So there you. That's go. how you want to take it, sure. <laughs> you're, you're no, no, Dan. You're the guy they thought was Michael Myers. I can't hide. Behind the I can't hide behind the hedge, though. I'm too fat for that. No, we just said you were the other that's guy. Yeah, but you, those leaves are never getting touched. That's that's how still you are. There you go. Yeah. And see, Dad, you can even be mistaken for Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> I, it would be more believable that believable than the dwarf I, in Halloween. I kills. told you this when we watched Slaughterhouse or Evil Dead, whichever one we were. I'm like, are you awake? Like you're fucking your eyes are open, but you're not moving at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were a bunch of big guys in seats next to each other. No, I know, like, I'm, I'm fidgety. I, I move a lot. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. but you're just like, I'm here. Oh. I will get. Before I come back next time, I will get some kind of drug habit so I shake. No, no, and, you don't need to change. change and I won't fit it at all. Like no there's a reason why you like you're not on the list. I'm just of, gonna stretch the fuck out. Nobody's gonna have any room. Dan is yeah. in your corner, uh, watching you sleep at night. That's right. I know where every like single seat in every theater is, so you can't sit by me. <laughs> Make the Dan dream happen. Hashtag Dan dream. Dan I already dream. have my single seat for the Iron Claw. Treat him like MLK. Boom. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, let's. <laughs> yeah, we'll wrap. You got a dream, right? <laughs> uh, so, we well, don't have control over your dream. 
You don't have to draw <laughs> someone did. I want to everybody keep a, a dream journal and put the Dan dreams on. Uh, you can add you can put them on our Discord. We'll see if we can start a, a dream, Dan no, dream. No, no one dream about Dan. Do not do it. Don't. It's gonna happen. You by saying he's don't, going to invade your going. dreams. It's gonna be the guy you invite over and never leaves. You're gonna have to deal with Dan every time you go to sleep. Close your yep. eyes. You're there you go. Here. You're gonna, yeah, it's I'll ASMR it, Todd. You AMS. It's not making noise. Dan, if you did this to me, I would do words I'm go. not allowed to say on YouTube. <laughs> Everybody's gonna dream about me tonight. And or after you watch this podcast, you're gonna dream about me. I it's gonna happen. And there'll be awesome dreams too. Awesome, awesome dreams. Luckily, I can dictate where my dreams go, so <laughs> I will be Dan free. I won't be passive if you're getting eaten by a dinosaur or something. I'll nope. at least throw a rock. Can't at invade my... So there you go. Uh, we didn't rate the goddamn movie, Tad. So uh, oh, well, yeah, we should do that before we go. Go ahead. Uh, well, for me, it... go go ahead. I, I, I'm a four and a half. Could go higher, but right now, nice, nice. I I, I go back and forth on the two, but I, I'm comfortable saying a four and a half today. I want to watch I, it again. I... I'm a five. It's an incredibly complex movie that uh, I'm still thinking about it. In fact, I was having trouble remembering some things about other movies this week just because I, I had dream scenario in, in my mind. So absolutely check this one out. If you're a Nick Cage fan, it's among his best work. Uh, it's up there, you know, with bringing out the dead and um a- adaptation as far as his dramatic work uh, it's the wicker it man <laughs> uh, you know what there's not a lot of cage movies that i would just say are slogs there are a handful uh during his direct-to-video era but not a lot most of the time he's very committed and he delivers a movie worth watching i think he always so, does yeah he's always there to perform yeah. he's never the actual problem He's not. He's not. So I, I hope this movie, he's not going to escape the meme, but I hope this movie, much like Pig, reminds people that Nicolas Cage is one of our great actors. Well, you know, it's funny, Dan. You mentioned those, and those aren't the ones that are going to do it. It's going to be stuff like Renfield and stuff that goes out to the masses that are going to turn the people. Hey, he's great in Renfield, too. Yeah, that's he's fun. No, he is. I love. I thought. But Red I'm King saying that that and like that's the stuff that's going to turn up. You know that and on the massive talent and stuff like that. Yeah. Unfortunately, Mandy. it's yeah. Yeah. Well, for our, for for your community, yes, Mandy. So when you wake up and you're done dreaming about me, write something nice about Nick. All right, Cage. you know, Dan, stop all this nonsense. Just just get out of here. I don't want to hear about dreaming about you anymore. It's Wrap it so we can go to Patreon. All right, guys, join us on Patreon for more shenanigans and dream speak uh have keep having a merry christmas happy kwanzaa and uh everything else whatever you celebrate just have a good time this december all that good stuff good night for now see you on patreon good evening feliz navidad i'll see you in disneyland